Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on, ladies? This is Brie with Brown Girl Self-Care. I want to say thank you so much for coming back for another episode of the podcast. Um, As you may or may not know, this is a space for us, as in Black women and women of color, to uh, receive self-care, self-love, and healing um, in this space and be completely unapologetic about it. So we do get all the way real around here, and um, this is a guilt-free zone. So kindly leave your guilt about taking care of yourself by spending time listening to this podcast specifically just leave that right on at the door sis just unpack your bag of guilt and just leave it right at the door okay and settle in for this next episode so today I am going to be talking about some ways that we unknowingly I guess stop our glow up and there's a variety of ways that we can do this but um I'm going to be coming from a place of how I noticed that I was stopping my glow up in. And again, there are a variety of ways, but there were a few key targeted specific things that I looking back, I'm like, oh, girl, you know, you could (laughs) have you could have done much better than that. Right. So we're going to be talking about that today. So hopefully you're ready to dive in. But first, I think this is the first time I've ever done this. I'm not sure. But um, I have a, I guess, a community question. Maybe that's what I'll call them. I really don't know. Maybe community question, BGSC question, whatever. I have a question that came in on uh, social media. And so uh, a young lady asked me a question. And I guess I felt it would be okay to answer this question, you know, in this public space that you and I are building together our community, because maybe there's someone else out there that might be in a similar situation. So um, I will of course keep her anonymous. So here she goes. So she says, thank you so much for your platform queen. Your posts really hit home. I'm thinking about changing jobs. I've been there for seven years. The pay is stable but I'm not happy there and haven't been for a while. My work product is beginning to show my lack of motivation. I'm looking for other jobs, but the fear of the unknown is just as stressful. I'm a single mom to a beautiful three-year-old girl and my mom lives with us. Missing or reduction in income would be a huge hit. Any additional advice would be much appreciated. Okay, says, thank you so much for that question. I will say, I want to preface this by saying, I am not an expert. I am, this advice is just going to be coming from me in a personal, like, play from a personal place of experience or things that I've experienced, things that I may know. Um, again, this is not a professional advice, whatever, okay? But um, first of all, sis, I want to say, you know, congratulations to you for for knowing that even though you are raising a child on your own it sounds like and you are I guess either partially or wholly maybe taking care of your mom I want to say congratulations to you for knowing that you know there's more to life you you want more you you want to experience whatever it is that floats your boat whatever it is you have a passion for you may or may not know what that is right now um but you just know that where you are right now in life you're probably feeling stagnant and this is just it's just not hitting this is not it 
I, I love that you are thinking that way. And that's why I said congratulations, because again, though you have an absolutely beautiful baby right now that you're taking care of, just because we have children, like I'm a single mom too, girl. I have a 17 year old, so I'm a bit further removed or further along in my journey than you are as far as child rearing and, and, and being a single mom. Um, but I've been a single mom my daughter's entire life. But I still knew that in spite of that, we can have children and not be in necessarily the best of circumstances, but that shouldn't hold us back. So that's why I was saying congratulations, because you realize that you're in a place where you want more and there's nothing wrong with that. You can have more. Absolutely. So I guess my advice is going to be uh, a few things. So you said you've been on the job for seven years and the pay is stable. Now, that's great. When I was working my nine to five, um, the pay for me was great. I mean, I was making, you know, depending on the year between maybe 60 to $75,000 per year, somewhere in there. Um, it would fluctuate, but that for me was stable and it was enough for me to take care of you know, run my household, take care of my daughter. She was in private school for a while for like maybe preschool through maybe fourth grade, something like that. So she was in private school, you know, you're paying for daycare and clothes and food and, and your rent. And I know you said you have your mom there too. So definitely I can understand and appreciate why that would be scary for you to even consider, you know, your needs and consider that you want more out of life or out of your nine to five sis. I get it. I've been there. So one thing I would ask you is you say you're not happy there. What about your job is making you unhappy? Because one thing I will tell you is if depending on what this, what you're not happy about at your current place of business, um, I would just hate for you to, have those issues unresolved and then you go to your next job. You know, let's say you found the quote unquote perfect job. It's hit. The pay is hitting the, the, the commute is hitting. Everything is hitting, but then you're there for like, you know, three months. And then whatever you're, you were having issues with at job a has now carried over into job B. So I don't know what the circumstances are surrounding that, but I would just say really get to the root of what the issue is that you have with that place and do what you can to really sit with that and make sure that you are not leaving as a form of escape when really that problem or that issue, whatever it is, could possibly follow you to that next job because just because you change jobs doesn't mean you're going to magically now be, you know, in la 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 land, excuse me, or that you're magically going to be happy. So that is definitely something I want you to have a look at. Um, also let's see, what else do you say here? Um, one thing I would say you did mention that, your lack of motivation, you know, is causing your job not necessarily to suffer, but I think you said that it's, it's beginning to show that you, I don't know if you're making mistakes or if you're just unhappy when you're walking around the office. Um, I mean, I don't know, you didn't really go into it too much, but you said that in your work, it's starting to show. So I know sis that this is really hard. (laughs) Trust me. I was in my job for like what, 11, 12 years, same job, 12 years, and the job before that for like nine or 10 years. So it's like, when I get somewhere, I stay, right? So I know what it's like to have your work, you know, you kind of maybe get a little more uninterested in your job, you know, because you're unhappy. I get that. But what I don't want you to do is to just let your job like fall through the cracks. Like, and it was hard. It was so hard for me to really excuse my French, give a damn about my job. Like the last few years I was there, it was a struggle. Like I was there way too long, way too long. Um, but I tried, I'm not saying I was a hundred percent angel on this, but I tried, I tried. And I think you should too, to just make sure that you are doing the best job that you can while you are still there, like still, you know, going hard even though it is hard, but still going hard. You know, if you're in customer service, still giving service with a smile. Um, if you're, 
I don't know, if you have a quota, doing your damn best to to hit and exceed your quota. You know what I'm saying? Like doing what you can to still be that chick when you first got hired and you were doing, you know, I'm assuming the exceptional job that you were doing. Again, I know it's tough. I know it's tough, but while you're there, you want to like give your all. You know what I'm saying? You want to still be able to say, you know, that job was like the worst, but I know I for damn sure was like, I gave it my all while I was there. So when you leave, you know that you were satisfied with the job. You you did a you had a job well done. Does that make sense? Like you still want to you want to leave on a good note. You know what I'm saying? You want to leave on a good note. So I think that's important. Um now, you said the fear of the unknown is just as stressful. Yes, girl, it really is. It really is stressful um, when you really don't know, like, what the hell is going to happen next. You have your daughter. You have bills to pay. You have, you need to keep a roof over your head. You guys, you need to make sure that you, you know, you're paying for daycare or, or preschool and you guys are able to eat and, and just do all the things you need to do. Trust me, I get it. When I turned in my resignation, <laughs> Because I, I was just so done. Like, when I turned in my resignation, I just said, you know what, God, you got me. Because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So I took a step on faith. And I, and this was back September 27, 2019. Don't get it twisted. This just happened like two months ago. Um, I just quit. Because I couldn't do it anymore. But I'm in a different place than you are. My, again, my daughter's 17. She's about to graduate. You know what I mean? So I would never tell a a mother of a young child, girl, just just quit your job. You don't need them. You know what I'm saying? But what I will say to you is while you're do excuse me, while you're there doing your best, while you're there giving it your all, that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, start taking online classes. That doesn't mean that you can't start a, a side hustle. That doesn't mean that you can't um start looking for other jobs. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that you can't write out your list of goals of, of different things, different metrics that you want to hit within the next six months to 12 months so that you can step out of this position that you're in and move into your next position. That doesn't mean that you don't start, you know, stacking your chips now at every opportunity, maybe cutting back on some things, keeping maybe not going out for lunch every day, maybe not getting Starbucks every day. Not saying that you do these things. I'm just, you know, just saying generalizing, you know, maybe you go down on your cell phone um, plan. Maybe you cut the cable for a few months. There's a few different things that you can do to start preparing yourself to make that move. Um, So I think you'll feel better once you get a solid plan in place. Then you'll be like, oh, you know what? I can do this for another year because I already know, you know, that in a year I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z, whatever that is for you. Um, but I think if you don't have a plan, yes, it will be definitely stressful because you will feel like you are stuck. And sis, I am here to tell you that you are not stuck. You're not stuck. Okay. If you don't take anything else away from what I'm saying for anyone that's listening, you are not stuck. You are fully capable. You are worthy to do whatever it is you have a passion for. You're an awesome. You are so awesome. I hope you know that. And I want you to know that this position that you're in right now, or this this season that you're in right now, I should say, is temporary, sis. We have ups, we have downs, we have highs, we have lows, peaks, valleys, mountains, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So maybe right now this this is your season. But that doesn't mean that your next season won't be so plentiful and bountiful if you just keep sowing in your seeds putting in that work taking those classes starting that side hustle just keep sowing your seeds says try to try to breathe you know what I'm saying and and try not to let it stress you out but I think that once you start actively putting a plan in place and start actively working that plan you your 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 mind keep your mind right right just know that you're you're this is temporary this is this is temporary So just keep your mindset right, make your plan, work your plan, keep your head up, okay? You have this job, the job doesn't have you, you know what I'm saying? And I can promise you that if you just, if you just take baby steps and and work that plan and do, and and start doing things you need to do, things are going to change for you in a huge way if you don't give up and if you don't allow that fear to take you out, okay? 
So hopefully I answered that question. Um, And by the way, if you, um, any listeners have a question, feel free to send your question to me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Okay. All right. So let me just get into, I think I had four or five things, um, that I wanted to talk about because speaking of nine to five and and jobs and all that, that question actually came coincidentally at the time that I wanted to record this podcast episode. And this podcast is going to be about a few reasons why we can't achieve a full glow up reasons. We can't achieve a full glow up. And I think I have five reasons. These were reasons that I noticed me like personal things and you may be able to relate to what I'm about to say. So if you're um, if you're trying to get your glow up on, you're trying to live a better life, you're trying to go from point A to point B, from point B to, to point C, but you are just kind of in this holding pattern or you're just not really making any progress, like you're just stagnant, um, there might be a few reasons why. And these are reasons why I personally just I was having such a problem with like kind of like leveling up in different areas of my life. And so I had to sit with that and be like, what's going on? Like, yo, what's what is going on here? So uh, I'm just going to keep it all the way all the way real. Excuse me. And I'm just going to share some things with you. And I just want you to keep an open mind. Um, And here we go. So um, a few reasons that. I personally couldn't achieve a full glow up when I was trying to at a certain time and possibly you as well. Um, the first thing I would say is telling other people your business. Like this one is huge for me because every time I have like this new idea or, <laughs> or I want to, you know, talk about something or whatever, like I just cannot or not, I don't do this anymore, but I could not wait. I could not wait to like, just tell whoever would listen. Hey girl, I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z. Okay. Hey girl, did you hear that? I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, it's like, everybody does not need to know your business. Everything isn't for you to put out there. As soon as you get that great idea, or as soon as you think of this new thing, or as soon as you make a decision, an important, a crucial decision in your life, doesn't it that's not the time for you to to just put it out there like that I think some things that we're we're doing in our lives they need to remain private they need to remain like what's the word I'm trying to look for they need to remain like protected you know what I'm saying like as soon as you put it out there it's like you cannot take it back So now you have this person knowing what you're going to do. You're going to have that person knowing what your plan is. You're going to have that person down there. She's going to know, oh, yeah, that you are going to be starting a new business or you're going to be doing X, Y, Z. And half the time when we're telling people, it's not even anything for them to know. They can't help you. They can't help you get what you need. You're not even telling people stuff like, for example, if it was, uh, let's pretend you had a millionaire neighbor who was awesome in real estate, you know what I'm saying? And you want to go and get your real estate license. And so you talk to that person about it. That is completely different, right? I'm talking about as soon as we get something great that happens in our lives, or we have this great idea, or we have this huge decision that we are making or that we have made, we got to go tell everybody and a mama. And those people do not have your best interest at heart all the time. Or if they, even if they do, it's like, they may love you so much that they'll be like, oh girl, what do you mean you want to start that business? Like, no, don't you have bills you need to pay off? You need to, you need to do X, Y, Z, or that's never going to work. Or no, that doesn't seem like something you should do right now because you don't really fit the mold or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have people that are either going to kill your dreams because they just don't believe in you, not because they are trying to be mean, but they, sometimes people, if they've not done the things you're trying to do, um, they just don't think it's possible. 
And I'm sorry to say that, but it's the truth. They just don't think it's possible. So they'll shoot it down because they either don't want you to go further than they have, or they just are scared that you're going to make a huge mistake. Right. Um, so telling all your business, that's a huge one because I would be like, blah, 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 gab, 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 gab. Who's listening? Oh, let me tell you, girl, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, girl, let me tell you. Did I tell you about X, Y, Z? Like, stop. Stop the insanity. (laughs) Stop the insanity and keep some things to yourself. Keep, Keep those important dreams and goals and whatever, decisions, whatever. Keep them to yourself. Nurture them. And then how crazy do we look? Like, that's just like, uh, um, like when you are dating this new guy, right? And so you go around the office, like telling everybody, oh, I'm dating so-and-so and we've been dating for like three weeks and yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody's like, oh girl, you know, that is great, blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? What happens? You know what I'm talking about. Like a month later, y'all not even together anymore, Right. Or you're having situation, you're having a situation with the person that you're dating and things are not looking so great. So you go and you tell this girl, yeah, girl, he get on my nerves. I can't wait to leave him. He telling somebody else, yeah, girl, he cheated on me, blah, blah, whatever. Okay. I'm obviously going for worst case scenarios here. And they're like, yeah, girl, you should leave him. Everybody's telling yeah, girl. And then what do you do? You stay, Right. And I'm not saying that's a great decision. I'm not saying that's a bad decision. That's not my choice. That is your choice to make. But I'm just saying, sometimes, okay, sometimes we need to keep things to ourselves, at least for a, a period of time until you feel like, you know, now is a great time. You've, you've waited out. Everybody don't need to know your business, okay? So that was one thing that I was, I used to do. Thankfully, now it's like, <laughs> sometimes it takes a lot to get stuff out of me. So I'm not sure if that's good or not, but I don't do that anymore. Um, another thing that I used to do, or these are things that either I used to do, or I'm still, you know, God ain't through with me yet. I'm still, I'm working on it. Okay. So another thing that I either used to do, or I still, I'm working on right now is like spending all your money, like spending all your money. When I was in my 20s and 30s, <laughs> um, dude, you could not tell me that I could not go out there and have any car that I wanted. Like, and we're not talking about Range Rovers and stuff. Because um, actually, I've never really wanted a luxury car like that. Not really. I'm more into like Toyota, <laughs> Toyotas and <laughs> different cars, like Ford, like SUVs and stuff like that. Anyway, that's not the point, okay? But child, I was like, I was in and out of car, new car so fast. It would make your head spin, like leasing cars, you know, trading them in, which would not be upside down, um, which is just so foolish. Like I could have had like five cars, five, six, seven cars paid off by now. I could open up my own damn car dealership, right? Like with like four or five, I could be renting cars out right now doing my own like car rental service. Like that is how bad it was. It was just sad. And just when you're spending your money, like you never know what is up next for you. You never know. Let's say you have a credit card limit. Excuse me. Let's say you have a credit card and the limit is um, $5,000 for example. Okay. So you have this credit card, your limit's $5,000 and you're at $4,800. $99 and then you turn on QVC or you go to amazon.com and they have this whatever and you're like oh okay if I buy this you know it's going to put me right at my limit oh it's okay because when I get paid I'm going to just pay off you know whatever right I have been trapped like that so many times and that is one of the reasons why that is actually the main reason why I'm like right now I'm trying to pay off three credit cards okay I am right now trying to pay off three credit cards and I swear on everything. Once I pay off these credit cards, you will not ever hear Bree say that she is struggling with her credit cards because I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I have, I have learned my lesson like big time, like with spending all your money, charging up your credit cards, not holding on to something for a rainy day. Because you never know. As soon as you hit that limit on that credit card, who's to say that your job doesn't lay you off? 
Who's to say that you don't just decide to quit? Who's to say that you don't have some huge emergency that comes up where you need to put $1,500 on your credit card and you don't have $1,500 to put on your credit card, nor do you have $1,500 in your bank account because you didn't spend all that up, right? So spend, 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 buy, 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 consume, consume, consume like that. I can tell you 1 million percent. I am not about that life. Listen, I legit was on Amazon. I was on Amazon and I didn't even want to spend $60 for some stuff that I need. I mean, I, I don't, I don't even want to spend the money. Like I don't even want to spend the money. I'm like so over debt and not saving, and as, or as soon as you have $2,000 saved, oh, there goes that thing, you got to pay for that, I mean, at least, I am thankful that for the times I've saved money, something has happened, at least I've had it, I mean, that's great and all, but if I wasn't right now paying off these damn credits, who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams, while also just being yourself, for me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Way's Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Card bills. I would have savings, you know what I'm saying? So, no, you don't necessarily need all those pairs of shoes, you know? No, you don't necessarily need to have five handbags, five of the same handbags in different colors, 
No, you may not necessarily need to go out four times a night, or excuse me, four times a week and charge your dinners on your credit card. Like, at some point, you got to get real. Like, if you have goals, which I know we all do because we're all beautiful brown girls, um, but if you have goals that you're trying to hit, spending up your money is not going to help you get there. It's going to, it's going to, what's the word? It's going to impede or halt your progress in a lot of cases. And as someone who has done that, just think of me as like your big sis, because I know that some of you are a little younger than I am because I'm a little older than you are. Um, I'm just saying, I'm looking out for you. Please, 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 please. It's the same thing I be trying to tell my daughter. Like, just sis, save your money because you never know when you're going to need it. And on top of that, if you are in a job that you don't like, or if you're in a relationship that is you don't like, or you're in a situation where you're just like, mm, I can't wait to get out of here. It is so wonderful to have money saved so that you can just leave when you need to. Um, you can just pull your FU money. You know what I'm talking about when I say FU money um, out of your savings or out of your account and you can bounce or and do it or, and or do whatever it is you need to do. You always should have money saved away for those kind of situations. So spending all your money, sis, that's not it. We need to be investing more in ourselves um, in all kinds of ways, including financially. So that for me has has currently stopped in some capacity my glow up because I will not rest until I'm like 100% debt free for everything. So it may take me a couple more years to get to that point. But I'm telling you, there is nothing like having your freedom, girl, when you ain't paying off no car note, you ain't paying off no credit card bills, when you ain't paying off, I don't even know what else they have. But you just, you're not paying off that 25 extra dollars per month on your Verizon cell phone bill because you done bought the iPhone 10, 11, 12, 15. Like I'm just telling you, it's just so nice to be debt free and to have savings. I'm going to take a sip of water real quick because I'm just talking. Okay. So that's another one. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, mm. So we talked about telling all our biz, telling all our business, talked about spending our money. Um, I'm going to say another one for me was, and it's not anymore, thank God, but not educating ourselves not educating ourselves. Like for me, like I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to college. I don't know if I will, but there's, there's definitely more ways than college to educate yourself. So currently I'm probably like a class or two away from my AA. And I've been that way for like the last 20 years. (laughs) I don't know why I just will not go back and get at minimum my AA and I, and I will at some point and then go beyond that. But right now I'm just like, Oh, I'm not ready, but there are definitely other ways to educate yourself, you know? So for me, the ways that I educate myself is I turn off the TV. That is like huge. I turn off the TV. I'm not trying to keep up with, you know, Nene and, and Portia and them. I'm not trying to, you know, be the latest on new shows like, for example, Game of Thrones. I don't even know if that's still on or not, but I've never watched one episode of that. Um, I had to let some stuff go. Like, I was a huge The Walking fan, like, The Walking Dead fan. I've mentioned that a couple of times. Like, literally a fan from the very first episode. Um, I let that go. Um, just different things I just let go because I wanted to have more white space in my day. And by white space, I mean space or time where I'm not like committed, like, Oh, I have to watch this or I have to do that. Like I just wanted to have enough white space so that I could take time to not only do um, like, for example, this podcast and run Brown girl self care, but obviously of course, taking care of my daughter um, and different things like that. But within that or outside of that, I should say building white space into my time so that I can spend time like, reading books like I'm always reading um and I enjoy that like um what am I reading right now I'm reading right now I'm reading what is it what to say to yourself what to say to yourself when you talk to yourself or something like that um I think that's what the name of the book is and that's a really good book um by the way um 
but I try to have space and time in my week, in my day, in my month where I can just read. I'm always trying to learn something. Uh, I'm not sure if that's because that's how my mind is wired. I really don't know. But like, for example, if we're watching, trying to think of something, let's say we're watching, can't think of a good example. Let's say we're watching the nature channel just as an example, and a rare spotted eagle with five claws is on the screen. I don't know, child, just go with it. Um, I'm the kind of person that for some reason I will go to Google. I will look up that owl. I want to know what they eat. Why does he have five claws? Where did he come from? Do people hunt this bird? What is it called? Like, what colors does it come in? Let me see some more pictures. Is this real? Is it not real? Like, I just, I'll I'll just kind of see something and I'll want to know more about it. So I guess I'm just curious or inquisitive. I just like to learn weird stuff. Um, I'm on YouTube a lot. I like to look at videos about just different things that are important to me. I like learning. Um, I just like learning. Uh, as an example, I signed up for a candle making class because I want to learn how to make candles. So I'm going to go, um, soon and I'm going to learn, you know, the general basics. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. I'm going to take a class and learn the general basics of making candles. So it's like, do you have to go and get your bachelor's or have this degree or whatever? Personally, I say no, at least not for me. That's how I feel. But I feel like we still have a responsibility to ourselves to learn. You should always be learning something, something. You know what I'm saying? Don't remain stagnant. Don't be so comfortable in the way your your day-to-day is going that you're not learning something new like whatever interests you it could be that you you know your passion is um doing nails for example so you know maybe you want to start a nail business or maybe just like doing your own nails but you know get into it learn learn about the process how to keep your nails clean how to trim nails what are the signs of infection um what what nail polishes are like hot for 2019? Um, just different things like that. How do you do the gel polish? Like how long does that last? Just, just in other words, being inquisitive about things and just taking a few moments every day just to kind of learn something new or if, if not every day, just on a regular basis so that you're constantly getting really good stuff in, right? Because I swear, the more you learn, I don't know. I think that just helps your glow up when you're just... Cause, if you are like the same person that you were last year, like you're not learning anything new, it's like literally you're not growing at all. And I don't think that's possible. That's definitely not something that we want. Like, I don't think it's possible for you. I don't think it's possible for me. I think this community is a a, a community of smart, ambitious, talented women. So I can't fathom that we are the same person that we were, were, excuse me, last year. I can't imagine that we are the same people that we were a month ago. You know what I'm saying? So just keep learning and that will definitely help you get, get that glow up on. Um, another thing I'm going to just say it. I'm just talking about myself. I'm just keeping it real. Um, shitty attitudes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know if you're freaking out. I can't see you. I can't hear you. But shitty attitudes. I'm going to tell you my attitude was and sometimes is, I'm just going to be honest, so shitty. Excuse my language. Um, And that's definitely something that I want to work on. I'm going to use my job as an example, since that was a place where I spent a lot of time. I'm already quiet by nature. Okay, I don't know if you can tell that or not, but I'm very comfortable speaking like on this podcast because I'm not having like a face to face interaction or if I am, it's with someone that, you know, I'm comfortable with. I can be silly, crack up, laugh, talk, mess, whatever. That's different. But let's just say I just met you like if we're meeting for the first time. Right. I would probably probably excuse me, be a little quiet because I don't know you and I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm learning, you know, learning you. That's just what I do. If you're an introvert, holla, you know what I'm talking about. Um, 
or an ambivert. I think I'm an ambivert, which is a mix of ex- um, what extrovert introvert because there are sometimes woof. Anyway, I'm going off track. I'm going off track. But um being quiet is one thing, okay? I own that I'm quiet a lot of times. I don't care who likes it. I don't care who doesn't like it. This is me. This is who I am. I am a reserved for the most part, quiet just learning the environment that I am, just a listening, learning, you know, I'm the kind of person that'll notice things that, uh, the, you know, other people may not notice because I'm just very, I guess in tune, that's the easiest way to describe it, but that's just how I am. That is just how I am. Um, but there's a difference between being quiet and just kind of like being to yourself, staying to yourself, staying in your lane, minding your business. I'm all for that. But there's a difference between that and just having like a shitty attitude. And there were times when I would just have the worst freaking attitude, like the worst. I'm serious. The worst. Um, where I just, oof, I just, I don't know what it is. I just had like a bad attitude for like a long time. And it's something that. I have bumped my head against time and time and time again. And I think part of it comes down to just like self-worth. That's what I think it was for me. Like, I can't even really explain it. Hopefully you guys are picking up what I'm laying down. But there's just something about having a bad attitude and just lashing out. You know what I mean? Lashing out at people. Just like having no patience for people. Um, What else? Like just always, you're just like, you're just like ready for someone to say the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can be like, oh. Like, and I used to be like one of the most, actually, you know what? I I, I think it was for me a defense mechanism. Um, Because I remember when I was a child, even in elementary school, um, in high school, I was just like, and I still am sometimes, but not as bad as I was, like the most sarcastic and, and what's the word? Like self-depreciating, is it depreciating? Depreciating, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like the most sarcastic, snide, you know, I would always, you know, I would always have the quick comeback, like in a yo mama joke, like just, I could just cut you. I could just cut you with my mouth. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Like I could just tear you down and make you feel so small. That's what I mean by shitty attitude. Just being just very sarcastic and angry sometimes. And and again, no patience and that kind of stuff. But I think it was a defense mechanism. I was trying to cover the anger that I had inside. I was trying to cover how inadequate I felt as a child, as a young adult, uh, you know what I'm saying? As an older adult, 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 <laughs> adult. Um, so like a defense mechanism, just not being able to show my softer side, which again, I still struggle with sometimes, but not being able to show my, my softer side, but I can definitely like crack a joke. I could definitely, you know, be sarcastic. I mean, I had no problem showing that side, but when it came to showing like my softer side, that's what I mean about like, that was a struggle for me. And that's something I'm still working on. So sometimes we got to check our attitude and I'm not saying that it's not okay to be yourself. I'm not saying that it's not okay to be angry about stuff that happens. I'm not saying that it's not okay to, to just be who you are. But some of us, I'm speaking to myself here. Some of us, sometimes we need to, to, to check our attitude and make sure that, you know, it's not so much just us being us, but some, cause sometimes we do, our attitudes are salty. I'm not saying, you know, they're not justified because sometimes they are, you know, being a black woman is, it ain't no joke and it ain't for punks. You know what I'm saying? And we have so much shit thrown at us or so much, excuse me, stuff thrown at us. Sometimes we build this, this shell around us to protect us and to keep us safe because sometimes we don't feel safe being who we are. We're already told that, you know, this doesn't look good. You're not smart enough. You're not cute enough. You're not light enough. You're not dark enough. Your hair is too nappy. Your hair is too straight. You don't pass. You pass. That shit's exhausting, man. So I know sometimes we build up these tough protective layers 
You know what I'm saying? I know I had built up a tough protective layer around myself for years, but at some point we got to shed just a little bit here and there. You know what I'm saying? We got to let that old stuff work through it. And sometimes you got to let it go because it's not, it's hurting us. And that's why I'm saying this because it's hurting us. Right. And a part of our globe, it includes healing and nurturing ourselves and loving ourselves for who we are and, and being our best selves. Right. So for me, my attitude was the pits, still working on it. And people always say, oh, my God, Brie, you're so nice. I'm like, ah, you don't know the half. Like, girl, I could tell you some stories. But um, it's definitely something I'm working on. And again, layer by layer, you know, piece by piece, just allowing myself to just put, put, put it down sometimes. Put it down sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And just unload that baggage that wasn't yours to carry. Hopefully that made sense. Um, I think I have, oh, one more. This isn't something that I really, I don't think this is something that I really did. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Because I was racking my brain thinking about this earlier and I don't, I don't think, like if I, okay, so I'm going to say, the last thing I was going to say is blaming everybody else. Like it's never you. It's always someone else. It's never like you never made the mistake. You were never in the wrong. Someone else was always in the wrong. Someone else is always out to get you. It's never, it's never you. It's always quote unquote them. Um, I don't think that was something honestly that I did or do because if I make a mistake, I'm like, Oh, you know, (laughs) I made a mistake. I effed up. I'm sorry. It might take me a, a little while to get around that point, but I'm not like always, always blaming others or playing that victim role. You know what I'm saying? But some of us, sis, some of us, you know, we do play that victim card and we play it well. Um, and, or it's always someone else's fault when things don't go our way. It's like, we never say, you know, well, I didn't get X, Y, Z, but I know I didn't, um, I, for example, let's say you were going for a job, right? But somebody else got it. And you're like, oh, they just didn't like me because X, Y, Z. But perhaps, possibly it's because, you know, you forgot your resume at home or you weren't prepared to answer the questions or you came in and I don't know, but you just weren't prepared for the interview. Like sometimes... Things don't go our way because life, like we are not on point with some of the stuff that we're trying to do. It happens. We're human. We're not perfect. Sometimes we allow things to fall through the cracks one way or another. And it is what it is. That's fine. But I don't think everything is always somebody else's fault. Now, I'm not talking about super serious stuff here. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about everyday things like if you get into an argument with someone or let's say you left your lunch at home or um I'm trying to think of some other things some other examples but I'm talking about just like everyday things um someone cuts you off so you give them the finger but that was their fault you know instead of you being in control of your emotions and having patience you know it's their fault because they cut you off like just different things like that I think stop our glow up because when we're in a place of blaming everybody else for for things that are going wrong in our life, it's like first of all we're giving other everybody else control, right? We're get, we're allowing everybody else control of our narrative, of our story, and that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said before, you are so capable, you are so smart, you are so intelligent, you are so amazing, you are so dope, right? You don't need anyone controlling your story. You don't need anyone controlling your narrative. That is yours to do. So when we blame other people, we're we're like saying, hey, I'm blaming you. And, and, and so you're giving them permission to control your story. No, we're not doing that, right? But then also it's like when we are constantly like pointing the fingers at other people, it's like, We're not taking that time to take a step back and and analyze, well, damn, you know, this happened, but maybe it happened because, 
you know, X, Y, Z, or maybe this is something I need to work on. You know what I'm saying? Like internally, like I said, like, for example, about the attitude, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when things go wrong, sometimes, sometimes it really isn't someone's fault, but our own. And we need to start owning that. Okay, because once you start owning that you're not perfect, once you start owning that you made a mistake, once you start owning that, you know, you may have some healing that you need to do. You may have some some um, some things you want to change about your life. It's like you're taking control. You're in charge. You have the power. You know what I'm saying? Because that is your right. That is what you you are intended to have. This is your life. This is your story. Nobody else's. So don't give someone else control over the over, over your your life, over your story. Right? So I think that was it. Those are basically the the, the few reasons that either I noticed um or most of them were things that I either struggled with in the past or still, you know, are struggling with right now. Um, but I just wanted to talk to you about this day because it's just so important. It's so important that we get to whatever that next level is. And it's something that I strive for on a consistent basis. I know that you're striving for it too. And I know we already have obstacles, like I said before, against us as a woman, as a black woman, as a person of color, you know, we already have obstacles against us. So I think that if we can counter that by looking at a few things that we are doing, we can just elevate higher. You know what I'm saying? We can take back control. We can get to that next level that we want to get to. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. I really, really do. I hope that what I was saying um, came across the way that I intended. I would love for you to either leave a comment on this post if you're on browngirlselfcare.com or if you wanted to kind of respond to some of the things I'm saying, you can always send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And before I wrap up this episode, y'all, if you could please do me a favor, if you're in iTunes and you're listening, pretty, pretty, please don't make me beg pretty pretty please um head over to itunes and leave a review on this on this show like a five-star review would be so dope if you left a comment even doper that way it will help in the algorithms of um what is it of itunes (laughs) and hopefully the show will make it to other people so that is it for today's episode of brown girl self-care i hope you found this helpful um i will see you next monday with another episode thank you so much talk to you later bye